I don't know about you, Chris, but I spend an awful lot of time trying to figure out how we can beat Democrats. <laughs> and and I guess I do a lot of reflecting on what it is that will resonate, the message that will resonate with the majority of voters in order to, to I don't know, get them to see the light. I don't know if you wrestle with that as well, but I shared this, uh, well, this article that I saw yesterday. I'm, I'm hoping you took a gander at it about the, uh, the Pew Research report that suggests that uh, the number of Americans with no religious affiliation has gone from 5% to nearly 30%. And evidently, it's, it's, there's a lot of young people, obviously, unfortunately, left-leaning that, um, well, that are non-religious. And so who has failed in this case? Where, where, where has the breakdown occurred? You, you know what's always amazed me? Look, I think that I'm Christian in part because Christianity is what I was exposed to. I mean, I was taken to church as a kid. And then, look, at some point as an adult, everyone has to decide for themselves. And I've decided that all of this rings true to me. But I wonder, a lot of younger people, if your parents were, hey, part of the hippie generation, <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I, I don't want some, some guy on Sundays telling me that I shouldn't be smoking the weed and singing Kumbaya and <laughs> rolling around in the mud at Woodstock with <laughs> some girl that's got no clothes on. Um, I don't want someone telling me, no, 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 don't do that. If it feels good, I'm doing it. Well, look, does it surprise you that their kids have grown up to be non-religious? Yeah, well, I mean, gee, I guess it's as simple as that. And uh, we could move on to the next topic. But, no, but still, <laughs> I, I would say to a young person who's not religious, look around you. I mean, everything you see, nature, the, the length of the day, the, the, the beauty that surrounds you every day when you go out into the, into the wilderness, um, that, that's all by accident. Uh, or, or doesn't the existence of a clock imply that there must be a clockmaker somewhere? And, and I think most young people, if they apply themselves, most people will say, yeah, I believe in some great spirit in the sky, just not organized religion. The challenge for, for those people of, of, of us who are faith is, is how to get them to take the next step beyond that. Well, and, you know, and I guess I, I just think about what worked for me, because as just as you were, I was exposed to Christianity, and uh, I was actually raised Catholic and uh, went to Catholic schools. And, uh, you know, and I think, I mean, I, you know, I don't know, um, well, I'm not sure if it was, it, it was likely the entire experience that I had, whether it was um, my, my parents' example or, so, I mean, I don't know if I would say it was something that I learned in school, but frankly, what made a difference for me, what got my attention, interestingly, was Christian Talk Radio. And uh, years ago, uh, when we lived in the Twin Cities, I happened upon a radio show called Walk the Talk, or it could have been Talk the Walk. I can't, I can never remember, but the guy's name was Todd Friel, and he did a significant amount of street preaching. And, <clears throat> excuse me, initially, I was sort of like, mm, I don't know how effective this is, but he 
he really was very persuasive in the message that he, I guess I would say, preached to strangers and uh, persuasive to you yes. well yeah and 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 obviously i i mean i just heard the transformation in people that he spoke with strangers that he spoke with and just it, similar to what you just stated chris his message was you know was i you know i guess you could say was about um how does a clock how is a clock made there's a clock maker um that that creates the clock and it's the same with human beings and i mean there are so many examples and i don't know if you've had had um uh, conversations with your kids about faith or about your faith in particular but i mean i've i've talked with them about look at look at god's creation and look at the sky and and look at the beauty of nature and it's too perfect for right. me to accept that it just randomly came into existence over time well and and i mean just look at the intricacies of the human body and how i mean every single day well i mean presumably for most of us we wake up every morning and we're able to breathe and we're able to walk most of us and we're able to use all of you know use our limbs and and i mean it, it's it's really a miracle, and and I guess the the entire message of the miracle of life is something that I you know, and I don't know if it's that young people and I hear now I'll sound like I'm sitting on a rocking chair rocking today's young people today's youth, but if young people are just not very deep thinking anymore, and if they don't look at all of the beauty that God has created and aren't immediately overcome with the idea that, well, yes, there is a creator. There is a, a, and you know, and I guess the other part that I always tell my kids is that, or, you know, I actually ask them about it is that, well, where did love come from? If uh, this was some, you know, big explosion, nameless, faceless, uh, explosion that created every living being, every living thing. Right. Why are we not like dogs that'll mount anything that walks when they have the urge? What? Why are human beings different than that? Oh gosh. Well. Well. And and I mean that's the thing is that that uh, we have we have love and we get that from our Creator and so it's it's perplexing to me that and and you know and I guess we're not going to solve this this uh, query in one conversation this morning, but just the idea that as time passes, as you and I age, oh my gosh, perish the thought, uh, the, the more and more people move farther and farther away from God. And is it up to us or is it up to those of us who do believe, who do have faith to ensure that those that don't uh, learn about the God of creation and the God of love and the God of the universe. No, I think for, for people who believe, I believe it becomes an obligation mm -hmm. to share that faith with others. And, and I'm not sure if that means yelling at things on the, on the street corner or what <laughs> right. have you, but, but you will have times in your life where people will come to you and say, Meg, you seem to have everything all together. What is that? And you have to say that that's the peace that comes from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I hope that you would have that also. But you will have times in your life where people will approach you and you will have those opportunities. And I think when they present themselves, Christians have to be aware and looking for opportunities to tell people 
that's why you might think that I'm a little bit different than the average bear. Well, and and just just be prepared. I mean, I think there are many verses that talk about being prepared in season and out of season, and that's specifically why. We just have to be willing to say something or show show God's love in some way. And and you know, and I guess I, I guess I we can hope that the more people we share the good news with, they will come around to uh, well, in in future in future elections, they will come around to realizing what, um, well, the way in which God would prefer that you vote. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News.